Yep, yep. But before we get started, <clears throat> I'm going to turn on the happy light. Ooh. There you go. Get us in the mood. Get us in the mood for this. With the happy light. Sweet, lights. sweet podcast. Now we're going to talk about something very sexy now that I have the mood lighting on. We're going to talk about Dr. Amy's survival guide to the winter blahs. Hey, hey, hey. It's the doctor and the DJ. Doctor and the DJ. Okay, Amy, I have Dr. Amy's Survival Guide to the Winter Blahs, also known as SAD or no? Yeah, well, it's commonly known as Seasonal Affective Disorder. All right. But we are not giving medical advice on this podcast. So um, since that's technically a diagnosis, we're going to go with Winter Blahs. Could I give medical advice on this podcast? No. Okay. Okay. All right. So I see the number one thing here already has me excited and confused as it's for bears, I thought. It's hibernate. We need to hibernate. So that means I get to go to bed, miss this whole fucking thing, and then just get up in the spring, right? No, but before we get into it, I wanted to talk about what signs and symptoms of like if you're experiencing the winter blahs. Oh, I already am, and I assume everybody else is, so I just went right to hibernate. But go right ahead. Go right ahead. You're the doctor. Go right ahead. Well, it's most common in the fall and winter. <laughs> no. Yep. Yeah. Especially. Especially if you live in the Pacific Northwest or somewhere where uh, you are closer to a pole and further from the equator. It's prevalent due to low sunlight, long dark days. Symptoms include depression, anxiety, sadness, loneliness, mood swings, irritability, trouble with sleep and concentration. And it has a significant effect on our immune system and our overall health. Did you know one in 10 Icelanders suffers from pretty severe depression? It makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. There's not sense. a lot of light in the winter. I, know, and I love winter. it. I love it up there, but it makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, so? So here's how I think about it. Okay. It's how are we orienting and relating to it, right? Because the winter comes on. The dark days are here. There's low light. There's a lot of rain um, in the Pacific Northwest. It's cold. And we don't go into our cave and hibernate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're still setting our alarms at whatever god-awful hour in the morning. We're still driving in the pitch black, you know, rushing around in rush hour. And it's against all our natural inclinations. And so the fact that we're orienting to winter as if we're supposed to continue to run ourselves around that is actually what is causing such a disconnect. Okay, so busy world, you can't just change your schedule, you have yep. things going on. What's a what's a what's something I can do? What's- yeah. Well, so sort of own the hibernation part. Okay. Go to bed earlier. If you can set your alarm a little later and and just own it. Like get in bed, be cozy. Yeah, I think it's on that end. I think it's on that end. I think a lot of people it's harder in the morning, you got things you got to go do, you kind of are built into a schedule. Maybe on the weekends you can get some more. Mm-hmm. But I think it's on us to go to bed earlier. So I'm going to go with that one. Yeah. Did and I if win? you can and if you can change that 8 a.m. meeting till noon. Yeah, if you can. Yeah. If you can. I, I okay, the, I turned on a happy light. So Amy got us these during the pandemic. She bought us all these little happy lights. That are the size, the kids are the size of like a small, like an iPad. Yeah. And then the one I have, you know, the size, I don't know, 
it's a it's like a loaf of bread and it's <laughs> a very large loaf so of basically bread. ipads and loaves of bread are my uh, go-to uh size of things um so happy lights and i swear by this mofo i i love this thing i turn it on i do my show from where we sit mm-hmm. and, and do this and i love it so it's super easy and i think people I, I say, I think this, I say, I think people, but me, I thought this like, yeah, I don't think so. But to me, it's like meditation. I, I, f- it's not that I feel it healing me. I just don't feel as bad. Yeah. You know, phototherapy is one of the most common things that people can do. You want to always talk to your doctor about it. If you, some autoimmune disorders, or if you're taking antibiotics or on some yeah. acne medication or antidepressants, or even if you're on the herb St. John's Wort, you want to talk to your doctor because it can be contraindicative yeah. because you are bringing in light. And and first of all, don't look directly into the light box. Don't do that. Yeah. And you want to have it about um, 16 to 24 inches from your face. I got that. Yep. yep. 16 yeah. to 24 right. inches. Yep. And um, it the light enters your eyes indirectly and yep. also through your skin. Okay. Well, yeah. there you go. And yeah. as a, as Dr. Amy said, always ask your doctor if there's any issues there at all. But uh, I, I've got to say, if you're able to get the happy light, uh, it's awesome. I yeah. love it so much. Uh, next one. So this is a big one for us right now. We actually have a little challenge here, and I don't know how we want it. I want you to check in with us about this. Uh, I think our Instagram, super easy, the doctor and the DJs, where we see those direct messages all the time. Go there. That's the best. Um, because we have a challenge here, because this next one I saw is fresh air. It is, at least here in Seattle, wherever you might be, maybe it's nicer to walk. It is, it's fucking terrible. This, <laughs> this is maybe the worst month to be out walking. Eh, February maybe, but this is pretty bad. It's hard to motivate yourself to get out there and get fresh air. Amy, I remember a winter where I, uh, we'd gotten through most of it and not counting like when we went up to the mountains or skied or something. I couldn't come up with a day that I spent any time outside. The entire winter, I couldn't come up with it. I was so busy working, so busy with the kids. Uh, I I was running inside. I wasn't jogging outside. I was using the treadmill because it's just awful out. So, man, that is bad. So what I'm trying to say is it's really easy not to go out. It's really easy not to go out. And this is what's happening with uh, 95% of my patients right now, too. They say, oh, yeah, I was getting outside, walking, running, you know, doing my thing. And I just haven't for weeks now. And a lot of it, I know this sounds nuts, but this is this is reality. This is yeah. what we do. This is what we do as humans. The reason we get out of our routine is not just because the weather got shitty, but because the darkness. And let's say you were running after work or if you were going for your walk after dinner. Now it's pitch black. Yeah. And you're not going out there. And if it's pitch black and raining, you're not going out there. And so it actually takes something. You have to move that activity to the middle of the day. You got to do lunch. It's got to be lunchtime now. And And, you just, you just have to. And if you don't, don't give up. Get bright clothing. Make sure you wear something bright. I have all, we have so many things. I have have headlamps. I have bright lights. You got to look at it like I look at, I went out running the other day up in the mountains. Yeah. It was it was bad out there. <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> it was questionable I should be out there at all. But think of it as being a badass. I'm serious now. If you're at home and, okay, what we're challenging you, by the way, is to walk every day in December. Join us. I don't know what prize you get from us. You get our gratitude and we'll talk about you. You can maybe tell us your story. We could talk about that or whatever. But, but Every the, single day, no matter what. Every single day, no matter what. Join us. Amy and I are going to do this every day. And again, if you miss a day, 
it almost is like a gift because that means you got to work extra hard to get back in your routine. I'm telling you, look at it as being a badass. When I go run in terrible weather, I feel like, yeah, man, I'm out here doing it. Look at this. I got the gear. I'm out. I'm going to make, I'm going to come back. I'm going to feel better. Think of it that way. Don't give up. This is like, like if you can beat that challenge, if you can get your ass outside and I'm pointing to this dark darkness outside to my left and it's, you know, it could be three o'clock right now. I'm telling you, it's victories. We're past the winter blahs, Amy. This is victory of life. If you can get yourself walking <laughs> 31 days, right? In the dark, not in the dark necessarily. Hopefully you're in the daytime too, but, but every day in December and you'll feel better. Yeah. The only rule is, is that it's got to be at least 10 minutes. And I say that. Fair. No, really hear me out yeah. because I literally do this for a living is help people move their butts more. You have to lower the barrier to entry. Yeah. So if people think, I mean, I love your badass gear thing, but if people think they have to have all this gear and they have to do it for like 30 minutes or an hour and then they, they just don't do it. Amy, I would gear up for 10 minutes. Yeah. I, I think you're missing me here. That's no, no, how no, bad no. But it is listen, listen to me. Listen to me. <laughs> There are people who are going to be like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. I'm not okay. going out in the dark. Yeah. So I'm talking right. to those people right okay. now. You want to go out in the dark with a bunch of lights and a bunch of gear and you want to run with John, you fucking knock yourself <laughs> Don't out. Don't run. Or whatever. Wrap but, yourself in Christmas hey, lights. Go for let me talk to the other people. The other people, those of you who are like, I will not get all that fucking gear. I am absolutely 100% not going out in the dark. You lower the barrier to entry. You figure out a time when it's light, if it's noon and your lunch break, and you commit to 10 minutes no matter what. Yes. 10 minutes no matter what. Yes. And, and, and for some people, that's a challenge. That absolutely is. Yeah. I'm saying gear can be reflective tape you tape onto your shirt. Like, sure. I'm not saying go spend thousands of dollars. I'm saying, like, you have stuff around your house you can do. Little reflectors you can just, like, yeah. like it's, it's, it, you have it. And if yeah. you can get it cheap and, and even with the tape on you, you're going to feel like, yeah, I got yep. this. Yep. It's a yeah. victory. So be safe. Yeah. Be and safe. Be safe. Be very safe. The other one is, is, I love this one. Most people I know don't know about hydrotherapy. They don't. And, and the ones you do yep. live by. Like, I love it. Amy introduced this to me when I was, oh, I was sick, actually. I think I was sick or I had an injury. I'm not sure. But um, this hot, cold deal. Yeah. It's no. so great. So hydrotherapy has been going on for thousands of years in many, many different cultures. Mm -hmm. It goes on in Northern Europe for sure. You know, Iceland, it's all over Iceland, all over Germany, all over um, Finland, all over Denmark, all over, like every, all these Northern European countries, but it's also in a lot of other uh, cultures around the world. Hydrotherapy is one of the best things you can do for vitality and like just having more energy. And I know this sounds insane. And I also want to just put a little doctor warning on here. If you're somebody who gets cold really easily and you stay cold, then uh, listen to what I'm about to say in keeping your water temperatures a little closer together, not so extreme. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So like, don't go for hot, hot, hot showers and then like ice cold, you know, showers. Don't do that. Keep the variance between the two temperatures a little closer together and then build up your tolerance. Anyway, so you take your warm shower and then you blast cold water for 30 seconds and then you go back to warm 
for about three minutes and then you blast cold for 30 seconds. You do that. You do three rounds of that. And then you always end on cold. Yeah. Always end on cold. Yeah. That, and make yep. sure you hit like your chest and your heart. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the two things I didn't know um, that I learned later that, um, or I didn't listen. Uh, end on cold and water on your chest. And, and that makes it, that makes yep. a difference actually. Yep. And I know it's really hard to turn that dial cold, really cold. It's fucking cold. It, you're just like, what the hell? But if you just go a little at a time, kind of ease yeah. into it over time, I now can flip this thing all the way cold for me. That's just me. Um, and do that. And even then when we were in Iceland, Amy and I, when we go to, to Reykjavik, we go to those, uh, they have these community pools and these badass uh, people in Reykjavik, Icelanders. Would just be sitting just in a freezing fucking cold. Loungy. And Amy and I'd be like, one, <laughs> two, two, three, five, okay, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eight, nine, let's go. And then we'd run back in the sauna. And, but I got to tell you, man, to start your day that way, oh, it's a gift. So if you're able to just do a little of this, it's harder in the winter. I find it much easier in the summer, clearly, because you're cold in the morning. Uh, but yeah. get that thing hot and go to cold. I'm, I swear yeah, by it. I it stimulates your vagus nerve. Uh, all right. Call on your people. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of this one. You are not yep. alone. Call on your people. Yep. I think sometimes that humans are the only animals that think they're not animals. We need our herd, yeah. John. We I need know. our pack. I sure We do. need our flock. Yeah. We need our people. Yeah. And if you think of yourself as a lone wolf, find other lone wolves. Yeah. I swear to God. Like, sure. we need each other. Call on your people. You know, when the weather is cold and dark, we, we tend to isolate more. You know, we talk about this. We don't see our neighbors as much. Yeah, Everybody's, that's true. We're all just in our houses when uh, the weather's nice and it's sunny and there's more light. We're out in our gardens and our yards more and we and we see people more. We talk about this. And so you do have to make an extra effort. Yeah. You know, through the pandemic, I used uh, different ways to communicate with people. I use a great app called Marco Polo. Uh, and to this day, I still use it. I'm able to talk to my people. Not live. It's kind of nice. Get everything off my chest. I don't have to hear them talk back to me. You know, there's no feedback right away. <laughs> so I just kind of get everything out. I check, they check back in with me. And I'm telling you through last winter, that really helped a lot. And I, and I am a people person and I thought I was seeing people, but seeing your herd like that was, was just extraordinary. So however you can do that, I'm a big, big fan, man. Reach out. And it feels good to reach out. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to wait for somebody else. You can just reach out and do the, you know, we've said this on the podcast many times. Don't need to write me back. Just checking in. Hope you're doing well. You know, every time I do that, by the way, Amy, someone mm. will text me that. It's kind of, or write me. Yeah. Hey, hope you're doing well, John. You don't have to write me back. It's the sweetest thing ever, by the way. So what number are we on now? Uh, I don't know. I've lost track. But the next one you said is, is oh, on the list, your your list is 12 deep. Where do we get this list, by the way? Can, can people go to your... Yeah, I have a more extensive list than what I'm talking about on the podcast. Where they can just go to my Instagram. Okay. And it's in like my link in bio. Okay. And your Instagram is? Dr. Amy Lindsay. There you go. All right. So uh, the number six on the list is a surprise to me. Um, I always think people should be creative, but uh, how is this going to help being creative? Okay. This has to do with evolution. (laughs) I've said this before in embedded and baked into some of our conversations with some of our guests, but... We need creativity for survival. Yeah, that makes like sense. Like it's our number one tool for survival. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to argue that. Like I'm. This is a mic drop. I just dropped the mic. It's on a stand. I'm done. It's on. It's on a stand. Yeah, it is on you a stand. You have to keep talking. But I'm okay. Being creative is how we think of things that are not there and create them in our world. Mm. That's how we survive. Yeah. 
So if we're living a life where everything's just sort of created for us, our brains are wired to try to think of things and create. So if you're not thinking of things and creating things, you're actually worrying because your brain has to find something to do. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So a lot of people spend time worrying, ruminating, feeling anxious. And, you know, there's a lot that goes into like anxiety and worry and things like that, you know, so this isn't just like a quick fix or anything, but it's a huge part of it is that you need to be creative to get that innate evolutionary survival mechanism of being a human being out and it helps so much with like anxious thoughts and worries and rumination is is turning that energy into being creative how do you define creativity like just creating new things like i've been doing a bunch of new uh, things projects Mm-hmm. I guess that's creative, like, yeah. but it's in a world of creations, you know, music and food and just a bunch of stuff I'm doing, right? You can go to uh, djjohnrichards.com for more information, by the way, cheap plug. Um, so I'm doing these things. That's creative, right? Like, I, but it feels like it's work, but I love it. And I feel like I'm doing a lot of it right now to just, I, I just want to do something else. Creativity wanna, like, is literally taking thoughts of things that don't exist and making them exist. Man, so it could be, it could even be rearranging your furniture, Because you're creating a different space and a different atmosphere. It could be, you know, people think of being creative as like, oh, I'm not a musician. That's what I was about to say. I I don't have any, I can't draw or. We need a podcast just on what creativity is then. Yeah. I don't think we're, I think think a lot of people are looking at that wrong. I even I do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't sometimes, I mean, I joked, I I told Amy a long, long time ago. You know, when she asked me, hey, Joe, did you ever learn an instrument? I'm like, no, nah, I just, I don't, I don't do anything creative like that. <laughs> She's like, you're fucking DJ. What are you talking about? It's totally creative. Oh, right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. There is different kinds of creativity. And, and in your list, you said being creative is also just working on puzzles. Sure. Right by numbers. I don't know. Some of the uh, adult uh, coloring books too. And I'm not saying adult, like adult, but like grown up. Uh, although I'm sure they make adult comic books. I'm not judging. Uh, paint by numbers. You said cross stitch, rearrange your furniture, bake, read fiction, listen to your favorite music, dance in the room. These are all creative things. You're, you're, yeah. You're moving around. You're creating dances, food. And and taking your self out of the grind and yeah. into like imagination. Yeah. 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 Little fluffy clouds. Little Bob Ross right there. You know, we talked about um, hibernation, get happy lights, fresh air and moving your body, uh, water therapy, calling on your people, and uh, being creative. Those are all very good. There is one more on here, and it's your sentence uh, here on your list said, sex and orgasms are super good for you. I, I, I believe that to be true. I am not a doctor. I believe that to be true. Sex and orgasms don't seem like, they seem like kind of perfect. When you're in hibernation mode, you should be having a lot of sex. Yeah, that seems kind of. And perfect if you don't have this. a partner, you you have yourself. You know what to do. Yeah, because yeah, if you're, this is why I say it's perfect. Because I'm thinking if you're hibernating, I mean, you got to do something, and then you feel good. Yeah. And you're not thinking about how dark and terrible. There it is. are a lot of babies born in the fall yeah, in human sense. populations. That makes sense. Um, yeah, nine months later after the winter. Yeah. But orgasms, we've talked about this, 
give you such a dose of happy chemicals too. It just, you know, it's good all around. And go slow. Go slow. Take your time. There's a whole spectrum of senses and sensuality and connection either with your you and yourself or you and your partner or you and your partners. Yeah. Besides, you know, like I like hibernating with you because you're warm too. Yeah, I am a warm body. That is true. You do like to I'm a good person to hibernate with. I'm like, you want to cuddle, you're like, you're cold. I'm like, no, I love you. And and I am cold. I have never said I have never <laughs> I have never sat and said, No, you're cold. She is making that up. Amy goes in for the cuddle, I'm like, I'm in and whatever. No, you are totally in. I am you're so totally into in. that. I am like a total cuddler. Let's but truth just... be told, I do love you and want to cuddle, and I'm also cold. <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> I have commented that you're cold, but I have never once rejected a cuddle. I no, am into that shit. I just the way you talk about sex, I think is so healthy and so important, by the way. Um, I just don't hear people talking about it like you do. You, you, you and I talk about it all the time. But I just, you're, you're really good at, at pointing out how almost matter-of-factly how good, like, even for this winter blahs, you know, and maybe it's obvious, but nobody just talks about it like that. I just really appreciate you saying that. I think that's really important to talk. And I'm not just fishing here for sex by being nice to you right now. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I just think it's great. And <clears throat> I think somewhere I knew that. You know, but I love seeing it on your list and, and you talking about it because it makes sense when we're when we're in our cave, staying warm, yeah. water and sex and calling our people. So if you want to join our challenge. Yes. You go to uh, our Instagram, the doctor and the DJ. Yep. We're going to be posting every day in the stories about our walks and you can tag us um, at the doctor and the DJ. So this podcast launches on December third. December third. So y- y- that doesn't mean you're all disqualified. That that's no excuse. Yeah, I missed it. It's December, you know, tenth. I'm finally listening to the Richards. Jump okay. in, jump in right now. Um, yeah, jump in now. And the rest of December is our challenge. And I want to start seeing you tag doctor and the DJ. And um, we will definitely put that in our stories and hopefully be able to mention some of you in our podcast. And you'll inspire us that you're out there walking. So get out there. Maybe you'll listen to this podcast while you walk. Nothing attracts a crowd like a crowd. Going to inspire everyone to walk.